And this is Clifton Grooms from the Cliff Notes Podcast. Before we go on to tonight's episode, want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors that have come out on board for the last couple of weeks, month, couple of months here. Let's give a shout out to Tolly and Associates, the team there, Barnes Roofing, David Jin Shobro, Robin Stacy Astuter, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, Adams Bar and Grill, and the Hi-Ho Bar and Grill. Thank you all so much for your contributions and coming on board and your support of the Clip Notes podcast. Without further ado, here is tonight's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the weekend edition of the Post-it Notes. I am your host, Clifton Grooves. Tonight, it is Sunday night, October the 23rd, 2022. Let's go ahead. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go get started on the news and the scores of the weekend. In MIAA football, Northwest Missouri State picks up their second straight win with a convincing win on homecoming over Northeastern State. 36-3, the Bearcats limited the Riverhawks to just three first downs and 23 yards of total offense, including negative 16 rushing yards on the ground for the Riverhawks. Kashawn Griffin won the Don Black Award, which is the MVP of the homecoming game. The junior tallied 200 all-purpose yards on the day. Northwest is now 6-2 on the season before a big matchup with Nebraska Kearney on Saturday. Missouri Western played number five Pitt State tough and even had a 10-7 lead at the half, but the Gorillas were ultimately able to pull away for a 28-16 victory on Saturday in Pittsburgh to remain undefeated on the season. Quarterback Reagan Jones went 18 for 32 with 140 passing yards and a touchdown. Jones also tallied 74 rushing yards on the day. Griffs are now 3-5. and five. On the season, they have um, the Hall of Fame weekend coming up this Saturday against Missouri Southern. Other scores of the MIAA include Washburn over UCO, 37-9. Fort A. State back in the win column with a 27-14 win over Central Missouri. How about this score? Emporia State, one of the hot teams in the MIAA right now. They survived a stiff test from Missouri Southern. They prevail 24-21 Emporia State. Over Missouri Southern and the final MIAA score on Saturday, Nebraska Kearney defeats Lincoln 66 to 17 on the day. In high school football, a couple city teams played on Saturday. Bishop LeBlanc ends their season with a 62 to 8 victory over Knox County. Golden Eagles finished 6 and 3 on the season. In, in King City, the Wildcats were able to shut out St. Joe Christian 46 to nothing. In high school softball, the Polo Panthers move on to the Class 1 Final Four with a 16-3 victory over King City. The undefeated 25-0 Panthers will play Salisbury at 1.30 in Springfield on Friday. In high school volleyball, Class 3 District 16 in Savannah, top seed of Benton defeats Chillicothe three sets to one. And Maryville, third seed of Maryville, knocks off second seed of Cameron three sets to none. Cardinals and Spoofhounds will match up tomorrow night at 6 p.m., for the district championship there in Savannah. Class 2, District 16 volleyball. East Buck over North Platte, three sets to none. West Platte sweeps Mid-Buck, three sets to none. And Lathrop sweeps South Harrison, three sets to none. West Platte will play Bishop LeBlanc tomorrow at 5.30. And then East Buck and Lathrop will match up at 7 p.m. on Monday. The winner of those two games will play at 6 p.m. on Tuesday 
for the district championship. That is all of the news and the scores that we're going to run down on the night. I got a very special bonus interview that I'm going to run as well. Missouri Western is on the road next Sunday at the University of Kentucky for an exhibition men's basketball game, the Kentucky Wildcats. Earlier in the week last week, I had an opportunity to catch up with the Kentucky side of things as assistant coach Orlando Antigua was able to take a few minutes out of his time to come on the podcast and talk about the Kentucky side of stuff. And we'll talk about the big game, the big exhibition game on Sunday against Missouri Western. Here's my interview with, with assistant coach Orlando Antigua. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are getting ready for Missouri Western's big exhibition game on October 30th at Lexington, at Lexington, Kentucky at Rupp Arena against the University of Kentucky. We are here with Wildcat assistant coach at Orlando Antigua. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Cliff. Appreciate it. Appreciate being part of uh, the Cliff Notes and... Uh... Excited, excited to to get a chance to see uh, to see my boys. Uh, I definitely, I'm very, very excited for this opportunity. Definitely an assistant coach at a big, big time program like Kentucky. We'll talk a lot about Kentucky basketball here in just a few minutes. But coach, um, for my listeners out there, I want to get the opportunity to get to know who you are a little bit in your coaching career and how you ended up back here at Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is my my second stint at Kentucky. I uh, once I retired playing. Uh, basketball in uh, in 2002 um, I joined uh, I joined the pitch staff in 2003 as director of operations I did that for a few years um, became an assistant for two years then wind up going to be be a part of uh, John Calipari staff down at Memphis um, so went down there for a year and then we made the trip uh, in 2009 to uh, to Lexington, and so um, you know was was happy to be a part of that staff that made the incredible run. Uh, we, we did it for six years, and in the, that time span, we had uh, we had been to three Final Fours and and got a national championship, and that afforded me an opportunity to go and become a head coach. And uh, so became a head coach down at the University of South Florida. Uh, was there for three years. Uh, thing didn't, things didn't go as well down there, and and I uh, was able to get back into becoming an assistant. Went with uh, Brad Underwood to the University of Illinois for four years. Um, got a chance to turn that program around and, and, and get them back to their prominence. And uh, then Cal came calling and asked me to to come back and be part of the staff. And so here I am, uh, going now into year two. Well, Coach, uh, you've you've had several stints with um, Coach Cal, and uh, just uh, just talk about you know what it's like uh, working under Coach Calipari. Um, it's 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 family, you know. Uh, Cal gave me an opportunity to be part of his staff, and and he treats his staff like family. So it's um, you know, it's it's it it was seamless to be able to come back and and work with him and and the staff, and um, knowing everybody in the athletic department, knowing having uh, family in, in the city of Lexington and having friends here. So it was, uh, it was an easy decision um, in terms of deciding once you made the decision to, to, to come back. Um, and I knew, you know, the expectations here are, are what they are, what they, what they should be at a place like Lexington. 
um, like Kentucky because it's, you know, it's the best of the best. And so, um, you know, I understood what, what the assignment was and is and um, just wanted to get back here to, to try to, to, to make things happen. Well, Coach, uh, we're getting into 2022-23 now. Uh, Kentucky just got voted in the AP poll at number four to start out with. Um, you know, what's the um, what's been the expectations like um, just inside the program and getting back um, getting back to, um, to on the road to the national championship? Uh, the expectations are always the same. We, you know, we want to uh, you know we want to be playing in the last weekend in, in April. Um, you, you know the expectations here of the fans, the administration and, and, and our staff are that of national championships and SEC championships and national championships, graduating our players and then um, allowing our players to chase their dreams to, to, to get to the next level and be in the NBA or be it overseas and be able to, to provide for their families. Coach, let's get into some of the roster. Now I think, you know, a lot of people have watched uh, probably a lot of my listeners have probably watched Kentucky basketball at some time or another, one of the big players, definitely a lot on the um, on the radars, up national player of the year, Oscar Sheebway. Um, you know, just um, talk about what it's like having him back for his senior year. It's been it's been great uh, having him back for his senior year. We, um, you know, he, he's probably not not going to play in that game because he's coming back from uh, a minor procedure that he had on his knee to clean up some stuff in there for him. Uh, but when you when you get the national player of the year to return back, um, you bring that experience, you bring that strength, and you bring 16 rebounds a game, uh, which is ridiculous. So, you know, you you what you want to do is for him make sure that you're putting him in, him in position to uh, benefit from his decision to come back, and in, in, in terms of. Uh, expanding his game, putting him in position to highlight his his growth and development in his game. And I think we'll be able to do that this year for him. Well, Coach, uh, let's talk about some of the other players. Uh, you know, who are going to be some of the other players this season um, that are going to that are going to step up for the Wildcats? Well, you got We got the unique group of veterans back um, due to a lot of the transfers that we were able to get over the last few years. We got Severe Wheeler, who's uh, going to be a first team. Who's going to, who was second in the Kuzi uh, Award last year as your point guard. So you start with the point and you end with the with the five and the big guy, and that's those are good two great building blocks to be able to have um, veterans in. Then you bring in a guy like you know Lance Ware, um, who's now going into year three. You got Jacob Toppin, who's now going into year three. Um, so you, you've got all those veterans with the addition of an Antonio Reeves, who's an experienced collegiate, um, even though it's his first year as a transfer at Kentucky. Um, and then you go through with the the incoming freshman, uh, Kaysen Wallace. You got Chris Livingston. You got a dude, Thierro. And then you also return Damian Collins, who uh, who had a really good freshman year and, and has continued to grow and develop in his confidence had needed the extra year physically to mature and learn how to work. And, and he's been having a really great, uh, a really great summer as well. I mean, I mean, coach, uh, let's, I mean, you know, you guys have had some great players come along over the years at Kentucky, especially under coach Calipari's uh, tenure here. Um, I know that you're very, very big into recruiting. Um, coach, mm -hmm. what separates, um, what are some of the qualities that you guys look for 
to be a star at the University of Kentucky. And let me let me say this because I, I can't forget the another guy that you know has been hurt um, and who was an incredible uh, addition to our to our program and, and CJ Fredericks. Uh, you, you're talking about adding a 47 percent career three point shooter, a, a savvy veteran. And, and what we look for in terms of trying to put the team together is what are those pieces? You obviously, you have to, you know, we like length, we like athleticism, um, but then you also have to be able to fit the culture and you have to be able to understand coming in that you're going to be playing alongside some other really good talented kids, just like you with the same aspirations. And are you going to be willing to sacrifice? Are you going to be willing to uh, compete every day and bring it every day? and know that at some time your teammate is going to be going to be having a really good game. And it's that time to be able to celebrate them. And then when it's your turn, you'll be able to get celebrated the same way. And so um, those are some of the things that, that we look for in, in, in the, the kids that we go out to try to recruit. And then uh, coach, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Missouri Western. They're going to be coming to um, Lexington on the 30th of October. I think it's a big game. For them, it's a big it's a big game for Coach Will Martin. You know, several members of their staff are played for the University of Kentucky. Just talk about um your relationship personally with Will. Well, I can't be more proud of Will and and Coach Hood and, and Coach Stevenson. And it's funny, I get to call them coach now. Um, and I'm sure, and I'm hoping that they're uh, some of the things that they were able to take away from the years of being under our tutelage, uh, they're able to utilize. Um, I know that uh, having been around all those guys as players and Will as part of our, our, our staff, um, they have incredible basketball IQ, uh, great interpersonal skills in terms of being able to relate with kids and the development, um, seeing those guys work with the players, you know, the things that Will was able to do in terms of Anthony Davis in the national championship run. Um, you just saw it then that he was a young star and, and obviously uh, uh, a guy of great faith. Um, and, and I think he's got a he's got a, a really, really bright future. And we're just glad to be able to get a chance to, to see them flourish, bring them back to Lexington so they can be celebrated a little bit. And then we got to go out and compete. Coach, I don't know how much preparation you guys have actually have done on Missouri Western. I know that you guys just had the um, the midnight madness. You guys have the blue white game. Um Coach, um, what have you, if you've done any, if you guys have done any preparation, which I'm sure you guys have, Kentucky's a top level program. What have you guys have seen from Missouri Western on your guys' side? Well, we, we, we haven't, uh, and I'm not going to give you the scouting report right now, Cliff. <laughs> You're trying to set me up for that one, but no, um, we, we're working on us. We're working on, you know, some of our defensive principles, some things that we needed to clean up from the, the summer tour that we did down at the Bahamas. Um, we're, we're trying to get ourselves in November shape and, uh, you know, getting our synergy down, getting our legs under us, getting working on our shooting. Um, and so that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, we're, we, we've got the blue and white game coming up uh, this Saturday. And so we're preparing for that. And then we'll start to prepare for our exhibition games. Well, Coach, um, I'm definitely very excited. I'm going to be making the trip to Lexington. I know, for, you know, for any college basketball, you know, media person, fan, you know, Rupp Arena is also always a big bucket list item as far as college basketball arenas are concerned. But, um, 
Coach, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your time. I know you guys have been very, very busy uh, working, and I appreciate the time that you were able to take with me here on the podcast. And um, I wish you guys good luck. Um, wish you guys good luck in the blue and white game, and we'll see you guys on um, October 30th. See you then.